smooches. The wonderful RM Virtue stopped by again, this time to recap the new Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum action rom-com, The Lost City. Grab your neck pillow, put on your sequin jumpsuit, and make sure to pack some emergency cheese. Spoilers ahead. Hi, Meg. Hi, Liz. RM Virtues is back. Hello, everybody. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you for welcoming me back. It's of so course. nice to see you all again. We adore you. We're so happy that you were able to make time to talk about one of my most anticipated movies of the year. Like, fuck the Batman. <laughs> fuck Multiverse Madness. <laughs> So I was on, just glad to be asked because I was like, did I plan on seeing it before? Absolutely. But was I, am I the person that's always like, I'm going to go see the movie and then it's on streaming and I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. So <laughs> I'm able to see it and be like, yes, we're going to go ahead and talk about it because I was very excited to see it. And I was even more after the fact, I'm ready to see it again. So yeah. I, I, I would rewatch to, too. Yeah, I wanted to squeeze in seeing it a second time this weekend and it didn't work out before the recording, but I do plan to see it again. So I was out with a yes, friend absolutely. on Friday and we were talking about Anya Taylor-Joy. So naturally you <laughs> came up in conversation. So um, how's the- You can't mention her if you don't mention her man in the same sentence. What? RM. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I was I didn't know if she was actually like in a relationship with somebody. Exactly. Yeah, with RM. <laughs> my mistake. My apologies. God, if only. <laughs> so my context for going into this was just having seen Romancing the Stone not that long ago. And I was like hoping this was the sort of reboot that I was looking for. I've never seen Romancing the Stone. Me either. I kind of got the vibe of this kind of felt like the spiritual successor to the mummy. Like, I feel like this is going to be Gen Z's like by awakening adventure archaeologist movie. Okay. I was feeling feeling that one, which is also why I was like, when we got to basically the end scene, I was basically like, I wonder one, if Jenny Nordback saw it to what she thought of it because ah! definitely we had that conversation about the mummy um on her show because so Jenny I was, like, was yeah, an archaeologist this, yes this is that vibe um and one percent I 100 percent believe Jenny was in that love-hate relationship mm-hmm. um through most of the movie um which I got out of it a little earlier obviously there was the whole <laughs> the whole uh, colonization background mm-hmm. that you had to be like conscious of, but I think they did a great job um, of kind of wrapping that up and making you feel like, oh, well, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, it felt like Sandra Bullock's character and Channing Tatum's character had a respect for yes. the culture that they were in and like a genuine desire for knowledge. Like if if I believe that if the, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but if the crown had been a thing, I don't believe that Sandra Bullock would have taken it. Mm-mm. Exactly. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
So let's, Meg, start this movie recap off because I am, I'm just <laughs> too much, there's too much happening. I know, like I'm right already now. at the end. <laughs> in my head, yeah. yeah. Well, I do want to say, since neither of you have seen Romance in the Stone, I'll just like tell you that plot. Yeah. So it came out in 1984 mm-hmm. and it's got, um, Kathleen Turner and I think Michael Douglas in it and it's a very similar situation where she's a romance writer and um, she ends up going to South America Colombia to save her sister who's been kidnapped Mm. and it relies super heavily on super gross like racist tropes yeah and um while the concept was like similar and i liked the idea that like she finds this guy who this american who's down on his luck and he like agrees to help her for money and he is like the embodiment of the heroes that she writes about Mm -hmm. um i i like that idea but it just like is totally soured by Oh gosh, so many things. I mean, there are racial slurs in the movie too. It's, it's quite bad. Mm. So this was like my wish fulfillment for like a non, not as troubling person. <laughs> so we have Loretta Sage, who's Sandra Bullock, and um, who looks the best she's ever looked. Right? Oh my god! Yeah, she god. looks great. She just keeps getting hotter. <laughs> And um, his real name was Alan something. Mm-hmm. Um, but the character that he portrays, the hero of her romance series is Dash. Dash so basically, McMahon, he's like he's like a Fabio, but like Fabio. no, yes. not a non-problematic Fabio where he, they, they do the clinch covers and you didn't know Fabio was problematic? No. We'll talk happened? about it later. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm not like shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Bob, we're done with Fabio, but he's basically like on, he's the cover model for all of her books. Right. And I think we should talk more about this either now or later. He's like your textbook himbo mm-hmm. where he's pretty not too bright, bless his heart. But eager to learn. Very eager to learn and very mm-hmm. eager to prove himself to Loretta. It's like that thing of, I wish all ignorance looked like this, mm-hmm. where you're just like, you don't know what is going on, but gods, if you, if you don't try just yeah. for at least the one person right in front of you that you care about so much, mm-hmm. like you're just, I have no idea what's going on, but if, if, if you need me in any way, I'm going to do it. Like, I have mm-hmm. no idea how to do that or or whatever but I want to do that yeah and like honestly I get it sir because me too (laughs) I would not know what the hell to do in a jungle situation but Mm -hmm. if it was about saving Sandra Bullock I'm I'm gonna do it I don't yes (laughs) whatever it takes so um they're starting promotion for her final book of the series which she had a lot of trouble writing um, I think she's feeling burnt out on that particular mm-hmm. story. And recently, she's also a widow. Yeah, suffered oh, the yes. loss of her of her husband, who they did research together and it, their work kind of inspired the adventure aspect of mm-hmm. the series. Um, 
the this first promotion event is not going well but and she's getting ready to head out but she gets ushered into a a very dark mysterious vehicle Mm -hmm. (laughs) and taken to see Daniel Radcliffe who plays Fairfax uh, unhinged. But how shocking was that for you? Was that as shocking for you as it was for me? It was to see like, him there or just that he had her kidnapped? I mean, both, I think. <laughs> but really, I was like, because um, at first I didn't check the casting list. I went mm-hmm. in there knowing it was Sandra Bullock, nothing else. Um, and then Channing Tatum, obviously, because you all told me but um you're like sandra bullock say less right, yeah, like it was, that was it you you sold me that was it a romance novelist like come on come yeah. on mm-hmm. yeah but i when it opened up it was such a bizarre thing but i was having flashbacks of he was on uh that card the magic trick movie um now you see me too? Yes, one of those. Yes, when he <laughs> popped out in the most, like, what the hell? Like, where did you come from? Like, it was very much like that. And I was, it, it, he he played the role so well. He did. Like, he's just like this this wild little man that needs I don't know something. Yes, uh, he is just he's the anti Channing Tatum in this movie because yes. Alan's character is eager to prove himself but not at anyone else's expense. Mm, And Daniel Radcliffe's character, Fairfax, he just like, his daddy gave the company to his brother. He needs (laughs) his own thing. What do short white men go to, short white men with money go to uh, colonizing, stealing from (laughs) other cultures. Like it was so the vastness of that, like buddy, can you, what was the company about? You couldn't just start another company? What are you doing? Like, yes. Of, so of all the things you could do, of all the things you could do, you pick something not only like problematic, but also dangerous, and you right. throw in some kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Some light kidnapping. Some light kidnapping. So, But he, he did offer her many, many tables of charcuterie. Yes. So he kidnaps her and he brings her to, um, I, I want to, go back after this mm-hmm. he brings her to an airplane hanger yeah yeah and he has this u-shaped long banquet table just covered in cheeses and flowers because he found out that she likes cheese and, and, and who among us does? Yes, he's trying <laughs> to woo her into helping him he annotated her book, which like we love an engaged reader, <laughs> love a close read. We love the post-it flags, but he has this scrap, this parchment with like hieroglyphics and he wants her to translate it because in her academic work before she became a romance writer, that's something that she was working on. And she includes some of those characters in her book which is what makes him think that she might be able to translate the the characters in the parchment right Um, Right. which that was the first part where I was like Jenny would have a field day with (laughs) she had a field day with it in the mummy and I was so I was just so excited because I was like first of all like you have somebody that knows what they're talking about Mm -hmm. right but it was so funny to like 
like watch that and be like <laughs> Jenny would be laughing at this so hard because it's like <laughs> yeah, you just translated it right yeah. away yeah it, it took her like one night no sleep tied to a chair mm-hmm. but uh going back a little bit she does not want to be on this book tour she kind of half-assed the book because she mm-hmm. hated where the story was going she wasn't in it anymore and she intends fully to kill off the dash character in the future Mm -hmm. and just be done with this chapter of her life Mm -hmm. so her publicist publisher she she is the publisher but she's doing a lot of publicity i don't know the the intricacies of traditional publishing how that went yeah because i was trying to figure that out i was like she's her agent right like this is i thought she was her agent but she kept calling her her publisher so I'm just like, well, yeah, I mean, in a world where the idea of her you know, Black publicist doing everything, um, that made sense to me. Yeah. So I was just like, go ahead. But it was like that thing of, <laughs> yeah, like your publisher's never, she, her, your publisher's not going to rescue you. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> Is it going to be that like involved in the book tour? So, so let's say she, she's her agent. Yeah, we'll say that. I think yeah. that's, that, that's, that's, <laughs> That's what they're not going to rescue you to be like, I'm sorry right. about that. Yeah. Like, so, I, yeah, I just like, keep hey, can your check. I'll sit on this because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but like, the thing too is like, uh, they did, like, in the proposal, she worked in publishing. So you had to know what a publisher did. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't ask Sandra, like, hey, what was the story? Yeah. Like? <laughs> Sandra would have had the answers, but her. Exactly. Her publicist slash agent slash publisher is played by Devine Joy Randolph, who is always a revelation. Uh, I first saw her on the sadly canceled after one season show Selfie with Karen Gillan and Mm. Henry Cho. And she was the breakout character of that. She was Mm. so good. Um, She makes her go to this book tour and she puts her in this sequin jumpsuit that is incredible and I would like it in my size and she doesn't know how to sit on the stool in the jumpsuit and she's nervous about answering questions and everyone just wants to see Dash because for some reason the cover model was invited to the book tour interview and Channing Tatum comes out with the Fabio wig with the white billowy shirt showing his hairless chest and he starts dancing for the crowd and she has lost them completely at this point all they want is to talk to him they want him to take his shirt off and he bless his heart is trying so hard to keep shifting the attention back to her because in his mind he's not there to put on a performance for his own glory he's there to support her as this character mm-hmm. but she doesn't see it that way yeah she is so blind to which obviously like i'm well he did got he got it the whole movie mm-hmm. where it was just like you think he's this you know head empty no thoughts pool. just vibes <laughs> beautiful <laughs> model and she's not impressed and he's like already worshiping at her altar which again i understand yeah we love to see Uh, and he he did he tried so hard like he was trying so hard and you know they're like demanding he take off his shirt and then demanding she take off his shirt for him and it's like (laughs) 
he's uncomfortable, but he's like, okay, well, like whatever gets you, you know, when she finally like, I'll do it. He's like, okay, well, you don't have to, but mm-hmm. if you have to, I guess. And that doesn't go well. Uh, <laughs> because. Basically throws him off stage. Yeah. Oh yeah. The- Cause she gets caught right in the wig. Yeah. The wig rips off. Cause it's in her, her watch her or watch. something. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Because that's how he he first tracks her, is the mm-hmm. watch that gets stuck in his in his wig and right. pulls his wig off. So, like you said about Daniel Radcliffe, he's trying to like woo her into helping him find what he believes is a real treasure at mm-hmm. the end of her her books. So, um, yeah, he's got her at the airplane hangar, and meanwhile, her team, which is her agent publicist do it all person a social uh, media social person media. who keeps yeah. adding sam mendez as a hashtag <laughs> to every tweet um yeah who i love patty harrison and like has the best instagram handle of all time which is party harderson <laughs> which i think is amazing um they're trying to strategize about like how to find her what to do um and Dash the actually pol- has a con- or Alan actually has a connection. <laughs> yeah. So he went on a meditation retreat once, which is very Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And he met this guy who does extractions and I think he's like all- a former SEAL or something. Yeah. And gets him on the phone because the police are useless. They're like, well, she hasn't been gone for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my man is fuming. He's like, "Why is that a rule? There's a rule. Why is that's that a, a good ass question, yes, Alan." <laughs> so he hires the extraction, and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait but I want to, I want to come with you." So he meets him. He tells him everything that he knows about when he last saw her. Gives her, gives him her cell phone because she had left it with Devine Joy Randolph's character, and they are trying to figure out where she is they pinpoint it pretty fast alan wants to tag along the rescue vehicle is a little like fiat or smart car it's teeny yeah, it's tiny. Like the bluest non uh discreet car <laughs> as small mm-hmm. as it is non-discreet at all whatsoever like in the middle of the forest just yeah. <laughs> out. like we we had to talk about the fact that like when he calls or when they're getting off the phone with his bounty hunter, which is basically Dog the Bounty Hunter, uh, as but Brad I mean, Pitt. Pitt as the Dog the Bounty Hunter. Um, when he gets, he's like, uh, "We'll have her back in forty-eight hours, or your next rescue is free." Like, what? <laughs> why would we need that one? Okay. Like, I also, so... I think when they're on the phone, he's like eating at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, he's just very casually like the whole thing had me disoriented, and like <laughs> I was like, "What is going on?" And then he says that, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> Who did okay. call? So but yeah, they called Doctor Brian. <laughs> so his name is Jack Trainer, and Alan thought that he had him in as Jack trainer because trainer was his profession but he answers the phone trainer so (laughs) that's actually his name (laughs) they go to rescue her brad pitt's character jack tells him like you know sit tight just like wait in the vehicle where it's safe 
but Alan can't follow directions. Uh, and he also reveals that he has this like line planned oh, for when they, <laughs> when they finally rescue her because he wants to be seen as like the, the arbiter Ooh. of her rescue. Mm-hmm. He wants and to pick like, her up, put her in the car and say, you're safe now. <laughs> but he was like, um, he's like, you, I don't remember what the question was exactly. But he was like, Brad Pitt was like, do you like her or something? And he's like, well, no, I just brought snacks and she hasn't eaten. So she's probably <laughs> hungry. And she gets grumpy when her blood sugar gets low. And I'm like, my guy, you were taking notes? <laughs> And like he, he wasn't lying. So like he really did have snacks. Into her. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. And you get you you kind of it, it's kind of it was so nice because you kind of lose that when he's obviously when he's freaking out the whole first part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you know he cares about her, but you don't realize how deep it is already. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. no, that man was already in love. Like he was going into this rescue with or without. Brad Pitt like mm-hmm. the way he, also when he gets off the plane to get there like he has his he has airplane pillow, pillow. <laughs> like, you look like you just got off for a basketball game sir like you need to rescue her can you get it together uh, and he's like even having trouble wheeling his yes. rolling luggage like he can't mm-hmm. manage oh my gosh yeah so you were surprised by Daniel Radcliffe and I was really surprised by Brad Pitt because like I hadn't well, that really too, yes. seen yeah. him in any of the promotions and like you had it? No, because I I'd no, only seen like I... the little short trailer. Oh, okay, okay. And um what follows, like how long is he is that sequence then like another 10 minutes or something? Yeah, yeah he's maybe. only in it for like 10 minutes before he that was in like the, the rescue. Best 10 minutes of my life. <laughs> He, he's just like murking dudes all over the place. <laughs> and I Can't hated ex- him. I hated him because he, because like, well, I hated him because Alan hated him. Because yes. he was like, you're taking, you're taking our limelight, sir. Can you get yeah. out of the Alan was trying to help and he wasn't really doing much of anything. <laughs> and then when they get to Loretta, she's like, why are you so handsome? And she's clearly <laughs> vibing. vibing. And Alan yes. is like, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> yeah, they're clearly, clearly vibing. And he's like shaking his hair out while they're like running. Yeah, like he's his hair really real. got the hair that Dash yeah. pretends to have. With yes. The wig. Mm-hmm. And then they get back to the car and he's like, Shh, you're safe now. Which is like such a fucking betrayal because he totally like made fun yeah, of Alan. Him. Mm-hmm. but I loved it because it's quick. like so scummy and it's like clearly like things are unfurling quickly between him and Loretta mm-hmm. and then like boom yeah so he gets shot clear in the head his brains are all over Alan's beautiful face <laughs> brains in his mouth I was pretty shocked yeah me too. it was very shocking but that's what you get for trying to deliver lines that aren't yours yeah like yes. really so divine down. justice immediately right? like karma Period. came quick that is Period. how quick karma should come for everything it was so <laughs> fast yeah people say revenge is a dish best served cold no i would like no, no. it White hot. piping hot <laughs> piping hot like in like burn like thrown the top in of your my face. mouth right now <laughs> Now it is Loretta in her sequin jumpsuit and heels. Side and note. the chair. 
and, and the chair because they didn't take her out of the chair because there was no time so she's still strapped to the chair mm-hmm. i Which love is what <laughs> it took a while to get her out of the chair i love that throughout this movie her sequin jumpsuit progressively gets baggier in the crotch and mm-hmm. around her stomach because that's accurate it's like they they loosened it purposely or like they didn't wash it or they had slightly different sizes but like it was getting baggier as time went on mm-hmm. yeah so I love this part too where she's like even though she's supposed to be this like sort of reclusive writer mm-hmm. um when Brad Pitt's head gets blown up she like quick thinking like lunges over in the chair still grabs his gun and tries to like toss it to Alan and Alan's like ducking so it doesn't hit him and then they have like this discussion over how to communicate with each other yes which was beautiful because he's right because you can't yeah. throw a gun at somebody and expect- <laughs> come on yeah and she's like I thought that I made my intentions clear she certainly had not clear. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, no, no, you have to say catch. Cause like, I'm not going to catch it if you don't tell me to catch it. Like, I'm going to move. Um, but like, the whole thing of he gets shot, but they still have time for, for Alan to shove her into the back of the car <laughs> with mm-hmm. the chair. And he doesn't really have a choice. Like, he really has to, like, and the, the door doesn't close. Like, Mm-mm. yeah. So this is like a big callback to the proposal for me where she falls out of a speedboat (laughs) it's a a buoy and she flies out of a speedboat so this is really just a callback to that of him driving this little ass car around you know mountains Mm -hmm. and he hits a a curb almost hits something and he stops on the side of this ravine and he's terrified because he's like, she fell out of the car. She's dead. Like, I killed her. Uh-huh. Like, I he's like, oh, I can't arrest oh, her. Oh. <laughs> like, he's already on his knees. Just, and then you just hear, Alan. <laughs> she's, she's just behind the, the car. In the middle of the road. In the, in Still the trapped to the chair. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh my, oh, are you, are you okay? Like, no, get her up. Like, she's not Okay. And then the little toy car does go off, roll off the ravine. Yeah. <laughs> and Alice is trying to put it back together. <laughs> the parts as they She's go. like, what are you doing? Are you going to fix it? <laughs> but it's so it's like, best. it's so kind of childlike, you know? Yes. Just, so he's like, sweet. we've got to salvage what we can out of the situation. So then she's like, okay, we need to swim. We need to. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. Yeah. When, when he, because this is where they go down to the car mm-hmm. and he gives her her cheese stick. Yes, and her she water. likes cheese. <laughs> and she's, you know, grumpy. <laughs> like, yeah. I, have your, I have your cheese stick. I got you boots. And they're not hiking boots by any means, but are they boots instead of heels? Yes, they're 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 the best and we could like, do. Are your boots? And then he's like, "Here's your water bottle." Like he's opening everything for her, <laughs> and it's like because you're like in the midst of all this, he still needs to make sure she's fed. <laughs> bless him. Just and bless. she's just being ungrateful and mean, and he's just like, "It's fine. Mm. She's just hungry. She's just yeah. hungry." She keeps just like totally 
dismissing his ability to be of any use or even to be like an actual person with two brain cells to rub together like that has a personality um I was so fucking furious during that one scene where he has a plan and he keeps telling her, can I please tell you my mm-hmm. thing? Can I and mm-hmm. she's like, no. And she just keeps talking and he mm-hmm. has a good plan. I don't remember yeah. what it was, but it was a good plan. The sleeves on the, oh, yes, yeah, the yes, deep yes. <clears throat> So is it after the car that then they, they go down the river to like lose the trail? Yeah. Yes. Okay. From like the- my body and water. I don't do water. He's freaking out. <laughs> And she's just like jumps right in and yeah. he can't not go with her. So he's like, yeah. well, okay. Yeah. And he um we don't really know what it means that his body doesn't mix with water mm-hmm. at this point, but we do know right. that he got does get some some leeches. Mm-hmm. He does get leeches all over his lower back, and we get treated to I want to say three full minutes of Channing Tatum's bare ass taking up half of the screen. (laughs) And And Sandra Bullock's face, the other half. (laughs) And Sandra Bullock's face, the other half. Just And like like, the babbling, she's like, you you know, you wonder, but you you just don't know. (laughs) She's just like, oh, that's when he he turns around. The front now. And this poor man is just eyes over hands over his eyes can you are there any can you like come on buddy like you are missing it <laughs> i mean to be fair no actually not to be fair because she was mystified by the size of it when he clearly is like just like as limp as can be because leeches are sucking his soul yes. out of his butt cheeks. <laughs> also terrified. Like this man screamed. Yeah. She's like, you have a leech. And he's like, just screaming. Like he is so mm-hmm. terrified. Yeah. But she bravely takes all the leeches off. And then later you find out that he gets really bad allergic reactions he's got like eczema eczema yeah Yeah. and he lets her use his treatment oil to like start the fire it on her own yeah (laughs) yeah yeah she takes his bottle of eucalyptus and whatever else yeah she's like mocking him for bringing something so like useless on this journey Mm -hmm. Mm because i think he had something else that was like a candle maybe because she likes candles okay Mm -hmm. um still thinking of her and then afterwards, she's like, well, what do you usually do when this happens? He's like, I have a special oil that I usually put on it. But she used it to start on fire. the fire. And she seems to be like a little chastened, but not, mm-hmm. not enough yet. Yeah. So, so is that at this point, when does he, when does she try to tell him what his life is? I think after, after the that. hammock. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because this is where she puts the face masks on his back. Oh. And she's like ad lib writing this like romance yes. scene. And he's like really vibing, mm-hmm. really vibing. Yeah. He's it. like, if, if this were, if you were writing this as a scene. Yeah. Which, Which oh God, so great. <laughs> and okay. like, she's just like three full face masks staring at you when he turns around. So that was kind of creepy, but. Like, <laughs> yeah they pile into the hammock together does Mm -hmm. anything happen after that obviously there's like hijinks of them being tumbled together in the hammock but 
there's them being tumbled together and then in the morning Sandra Bullock who the physical comedy in this movie was incredible she just like does the most like awkward acrobatics to get out of the hammock arms like he's holding her like he, he has one arm and then when she starts moving he puts the other arm around her oh she's like uh, let me get out of this situation. And I'm like, girl, why? <laughs> Just leave it to it. She's foolish. So I want to say that it is after that, but before they tear up her jumpsuit to mm-hmm. use as bait, that she tries to insult him. And he said, he, he has his best lines in the movie, I think. So... Then they have that scene where she is telling him what she thinks his life is about. She makes all these assumptions about him. Do you remember Mm -hmm. some of the like trite things that she was saying about him? It was bad. Um, Just like he, well, basically (laughs) like she, he um, like made this, this life out of, you know, uh, being a cover model and, Mm taking his shirt off like he lives off of that and never really had to do any work or do anything that was of substance Mm -hmm. he could just live off of you know being a pretty face yeah Mm -hmm. small town uh, guy wanted to mm -hmm. just like go to hollywood Mm -hmm. and not really like yeah like she skips over a lot of uh the important bits and he's you know he's hurt Mm -hmm. because he asks her he's like well tell me why i am then because he realizes like she has this whole idea of him in her head that he has not like he's living up to in a way mm-hmm. for her standards but is also like he doesn't get it either what she sees when she looks at him mm-hmm. and right. this is like the first time he's conscious of it like that the fact that she really does not like him yeah that's like complete disdain yeah yeah like not not even like a not even like a I don't want to be your friend or we can be acquaintances. It's like a legitimate, I'm disgusted by you. Yeah. Or, like, I don't respect you in any way. Not at all. So like you, and it's sad. Cause like you see it in his face where he yeah. comes to that conclusion. And then the way his face just kind of like stays the same as she's telling him all this because he doesn't really know what to say, which I mean, yeah, that's usually what it, what it happens. Like somebody's telling you all this, but, um, and she's like, you know, I don't remember what she says about them like ending it, but it was like, you can finally make a living with your shirt on or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then he kind of walks away. And then I think he thinks about it for a second. And then mm-hmm. finally, it's like, actually, this is what happened. Like, I came from a small town. Yes. But like, I had, you know, a mom and two sisters or something like that. And mm-hmm. um, he talks he about. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. And I don't like, I don't remember if he talks about like what he did at the beginning of his career. Yeah. So the part that really stood out to me, and this was where I felt like this movie truly is a love letter to the genre, Mm -hmm. because he says that when he first did the cover modeling for her book, that he was so embarrassed and he didn't talk to any of his friends for months because he was so worried that someone was going to see him on the cover of this romance novel 
And then one day he was walking down the street and this older woman sees him and starts saying dash dash and comes up to him and is so happy so happy and he's like I could not after that point be ashamed of being a part of something that brings people so much joy and he's telling her like you can shit all over your own work and think that you're not doing something that is worthy or beneficial to society or like a highbrow pursuit but you're wrong because it does make a difference in people's lives and it does matter like he's like don't disrespect your readers yes right calling it slop mm-hmm. um, because it, it does make them very happy and i think like to hear it from him was a lot more because like you obviously, if you go into the movie and you have all of this context without like their character archetypes beforehand, you're thinking she's going to have to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Come to the defense of the genre. Defend, yeah, defend the genre to him. And like for him to turn around and be like, don't like you're, you're disrespecting your own readers, which mm-hmm. like, is it hard to like, you know, obviously she felt some kind of way because one, you're in the romance genre, your husband just died, right? Mm -hmm. And you're being, you have all these expectations and like your readers only care about your cover model, which like, that's like not really realistic, obviously, Mm because both of us have no idea who our cover models are these days, you know what I mean? Like, it's not Mm -hmm. like Fabio anymore, like we, which probably for the best, like, I don't want to know more about my cover (laughs) model than I need to. Yeah, Um, just be pretty. Right. And I don't really use cover models myself. So like, but you know. Yeah, if you um, have a cover model for Sing Me to Sleep, you just connect me with them directly. uh, If I could find one, we would be having a whole new conversation. Um, But yeah, like it it would be that. Yeah, that I could do that. That that would be somebody I want to know more about. Mm -hmm. But like in general, like uh, I don't, you know that's too many people in a circle for me, but you know, mm-hmm. um, but for him to just be like, don't do that. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you can feel bad about how whatever you want to, don't take it out on me and don't take it out on them. Mm-hmm. But again, like, yeah, her, her reader fan base is also, I feel like is very um, different from what we see now. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause mm-hmm. a lot of the readers, probably feel closer to the author than they feel to anybody who's mm-hmm. ever been on their covers you know what I mean so, yeah so, for sure um and obviously we we in a we're in a better time not a bet not the best time but a better time and mm-hmm. the objectification of of men and women and and, and uh well everybody mm-hmm. in general um uh, but it was still nice to see I guess for me and being like a male author in the genre to see like him being represented in a way that was respectful mm-hmm. of the genre and being able to be like, hey, like I, I understand it. Like I'm not the smartest tool in the shed, but I absolutely understand like you can't make people feel bad because this makes them really happy. Like, mm-hmm. And yeah, then after that, things kind of go haywire after that, but that's okay. Uh, (laughs) yeah there's there's all okay I'm gonna speed through the rest of like the action stuff Mm -hmm. quickly so that we can get into what we love romance (laughs) all the romance shit so uh 
I keep trying to look up her name. Okay, so Beth, Devine Joy Randolph's character, the agent, she books a flight. She then has to get on a little puddle jumper, tiny plane. She with the ne- with Oscar <laughs> Nunez. Yeah. So first she's trying to get another flight and the cap, the pilot or whatever saying like, oh, I'm not flying out today. You can wait until tomorrow. It can't wait. This guy hears her and thinks that she is gorgeous and is like, I'll fly you to where you're going. (laughs) And she's like, are you a murderer? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I've never killed anyone. She's like, that was not convincing at all, but okay. <laughs> that was like, like no. I don't believe you, but I have shit to do, so we gotta <laughs> Beth, go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Beth is like, look, I'm just gonna take my chances. Uh, Hopefully I won't have to take you down with the plane. <laughs> and she <laughs> could have. Yeah, yeah, she could have. She's very confident. Uh, she, he, he's transporting livestock and he has this like pet yes. goat that he has like a very like, anthropomorphized relationship with Uh yes yeah yeah it's Uh, a little weird she's like my therapist back here yeah (laughs) yeah so she's doing all the things to get to loretta she's guilt tripping officials who are playing dominoes she's chartering yachts to search the waters for her it's amazing i really appreciated when she was like trying to get the officials to stay open later she was Mm -hmm. like I hate to ask you to stay open later because we're all tired Mm -hmm. but like this is so serious and I just want to put my feet up because I haven't been able to do that in like five years I was like (laughs) man I believe it especially because they're kind of running around doing everything Mm -hmm. so and I was like she's better than me because I'd have just been yelling yeah (laughs) yelling I would have been crying screaming throwing up (laughs) so loretta and alan actually make it to safety temporarily they are able to talk to beth on the phone uh they get accommodations they are able to shower and get fresh clothes there is this so fucking sexy scene they have to have him dance they Uh, couldn't skip that opportunity it's like if you're gonna go to latin america i assume Mm -hmm. you had to like there was no not salsa dancing yeah come on and that's pretty much like scene for scene in romancing the stone like they finally make Mm. it to safety they get new outfits they they dance with people in this like square Mm -hmm. and then like the safety is compromised again so that's pretty much like take for take between the two it was like kind of uh, i was like there's no way this ends well because yeah. weren't y'all on an untouched island like the mm-hmm. idea this man probably owns the entire island mm-hmm. and everybody on it like yeah that's probably what's gonna happen here yeah but mm-hmm. you know we we were given a minute of bliss a minute of bliss uh that cute moment where the older woman who Channing Tatum was dancing with she grabs Loretta and is like baila con tu esposo dance with your husband she's like no no he's not my husband (laughs) yeah that was like so cute too because she like he's not my husband that immediately gets up because nobody told her again and Mm -hmm. he was like you don't have to do this and I was like no no sir she wants to do this let her have this shut your beautiful mouth (laughs) that's it just 
<laughs> so Loretta gets token again. <laughs> we didn't talk about that either because that was my favorite line like i was dying when she came out of the elevator at the beginning she's like what is this taken am i taken i was dying i was like oh my god <laughs> and i like it because like her toes are dragging yes. in the ground <laughs> she's saying this so she she gets captured again. She's in this van with all these terrible men. She does a Jennifer Vingerberg and she uses the guy's cocktail and his cigar or her cocktail and a cigar. She's like, you know what? Yeah, I will have a drink if I'm yeah. going to die anyway. And, and Dash is like, or not Dash, I keep saying the wrong Alan. Alan. So Daniel Radcliffe's character, Fairfax, like looks out the back. He's like, what is that? A Ken doll on a motorbike? <laughs> <laughs> the square being like i need a vehicle who can give me a vehicle he's like giving his, he's like i have a watch this is a nice watch it's a really important watch watch can i and like everybody it glows like, in the dark Did it yeah, glows in the dark oh, and everybody's like no no and then this one guy was like i have a motorcycle <laughs> and you were like but it was funny because right before, right when she, when they did that whole uh, tearing up her jumpsuit and mm -hmm. getting the guys on the motorcycles, they had that whole, they had that whole talk where like they def, those two guys definitely died, and like <laughs> oh yeah, bad about it, and he's yeah. like, don't do bad things on a motorcycle, don't don't do mean things on a motorcycle, like <laughs> poor man. I was trying to talk her down from feeling yeah. guilty. Love that discussion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's Whoa. the most wholesome thing where he's trying to make her feel better about the fact that they did just it murder two people, and she's like, "What's like, it wasn't like, their it fault. Was, it wasn't our fault." He's like, "No, it definitely was our fault, but it's okay. Don't do these things." On <laughs> she was like, like was that the wind that maybe did that?" Girl, the wind. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, so they wouldn't have been in that particular pocket of wind if you had not lured <laughs> them with your secret jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, they were just like stunned. Yeah, yeah and, and I loved how it kept nothing. calling back to that. Yeah, just just walking away. Like, let's just leave the scene now because it was like. The 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 coincidence or whatever of him just and then uh alan was definitely like well he could have moved like, he, <laughs> yeah. saw him coming. he could have moved yeah. and i was like you know what son you are right you are correct <laughs> he could have moved <laughs> so now he's doing he's doing good things on a motorbike he's trying mm -hmm. to yes, save yes, her yes. and he so she's lighting the fire inside and he's like climbing on top of the van i think Yes. Um, Side of the van mm -hmm. by some branches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I'm trying to think. Well, there was like when he first jumped on it, the other guy popped out of the sunroof and they're fighting. And he's like, I don't know what happens. Like they hit a bumper and he's like, time out. <laughs> he's like, hey, time in. <laughs> oh, sweet angel. <laughs> precious in this movie and then uh and and inside like loretta because he asked right like who is that on the motorcycle mm -hmm. and she's like 
just basically reiterating Dash's character to them, mm-hmm. which is right. like a big thing in the beginning for her because she kept continually reminding Alan that he wasn't was not right mm-hmm. Dash and Alan is very much ingrained in this character like he really wants to be this character mm-hmm. and obviously she doesn't see that for what it is which is he's actually very insecure mm-hmm. um despite what you think of him in his you know naked glory <laughs> he's very insecure about who he is and who people see him mm-hmm. as because mm-hmm. he realizes like once he opens his mouth he's not He's not as cool as he he might look on a cover, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like for him to continually still try to, because it's not that thing of where you know, the hero is like, well, this is who I am. This is mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Like I'm that person, whether you think I am or not. No, no. Like mm-hmm. he's constantly trying to become the mm-hmm. hero mm-hmm. that she she's written about that she deserves that she needs, and I think like, cause come on, he really was trying to do these action scenes. He didn't mm-hmm. care. He just jumped on a moving a moving van and was like, "Yes, I'm going to get my woman back." This is yeah. it. Yeah, that comes back later when she acknowledges that journey. So yes. they they don't get away. They get taken into the cave under, inside, around an active volcano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't understand the logistics, but yeah. I think it was on the side. Then going into. Yeah, they, um, they had to go on like a very narrow walkway where somebody like falls into a ravine. Yeah, and the, horrible. Daniel Radcliffe's main guy, which was hilarious. Yeah, and was it was bad. another instant karma thing. Yes. <laughs> where he was making fun of Alan and then immediately falls to his death. Yeah. The yep. part that I hated about this was when so they, they get to the end of this narrow walkway and Loretta has to like crawl through this tiny tube cave. Yeah. Yeah, oh no. god that kill me. me just shoot me there because <sighs> no there is no way mm-hmm. I would risk getting my big ass stuck in that tiny little crevice. Just like seeing her when she when she gets stuck she's like I can't do it and you hear her like <sighs> And then it reminded yeah, me of like, when I no. watched her movie Gravity. I don't know if either of you saw that. She's an the, astronaut. I, I haven't seen it, but I love Alfonso Cuarón. Well, I did like- watch the the Descent, and obviously <laughs> in the Descent, a lot of cave uh, diving, getting stuck in small places, and that oh, is gosh. not a place for me, especially no, no. if there possible. Mm-hmm that you end up underwater like no thank you that's something i'm going to be doing um yeah but the cute part of all that which also whenever they're going up the wall they're climbing is he's like talking to her like hey he's like what's that smell what's that smell (laughs) and he's just like calming her down like you need to take a deep breath Mm -hmm. so he tricks her into taking deep breaths by making her smell for something that isn't there Oh, like this sweet. guy was so prepared. Like, come on. I can't. I'll never get over it. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. But then, and somehow his enormous body fits through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to know what the hell. Because then After why does she her... have to go to first? Right. Right. Yeah. So, so they get through to like the sanctum on the other side where there's like the sort of burial monument, I guess, that they've been looking mm-hmm. for. Yeah. Um, and the volcano is like getting ready to explode at mm-hmm. this point. Great timing. Fantastic timing. 
Yeah. Um, and it turns out that the, so Loretta understands about the queen and the widow because she is a widow, that this wasn't some monument to him for his people. Because Fairfax is like, why is this here? Why isn't it like some giant building? So he can be worshipped. Yeah. yeah. And it's not for other people. It's for her Mm -hmm. to mourn him and then eventually be buried with him. And it turns out Loretta finishes translating based off of what is within the cave now. And it's because of that song, right? Like he told her what the song meant when they were dancing. Because it was yes. a song about the the she lost her lover, and then mm-hmm. she wants she's waiting to the cave of endless again. tears. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is how they found out where that place was because mm-hmm. she had translated it but didn't know what it meant. But she mm-hmm. thought it was a metaphor. Right. Yeah. And then the story of their courtship was that he kept he brought her a special red shell every day for a year and that is the crown that they're looking for it's just a bunch of shells in a headdress it's not rubies it's not anything valuable or precious and they find the two lovers and tomb together you see the shells in her hair and Fairfax because he's a fucking dick <laughs> is like well I'm making this your problem that uh, I couldn't have imagined something sentimental instead of something wealthy. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to bury you alive. Mm-hmm. And then his henchman who has a conscience leaves <laughs> the crowbar there, but like, doesn't like whisper like, hey, reach behind you. <laughs> yeah, like no, <laughs> none anything. of that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, hey, there's a crowbar. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, about to die and but to be fair alan probably would have been like what a crowbar crowbar (laughs) like way too loud yeah you're right yeah you're right he should have said it to loretta but this yeah that that would definitely been better but them being like you know buried together does make them like have a a come to jesus moment yeah he says that he i get he really wasn't dash at the end and then what does she say she says no you're not dash i couldn't have written you that's right you're right (laughs) because he's so much better than anything she could have dreamed of (laughs) damn it (laughs) damn it (laughs) yeah and then they they crowbar their way out of it they somehow swim like does I have a question. <laughs> Does everyone who isn't me have the ability to swim no. long distances underwater with no. their eyes open? Because Absolutely I can't not. even like open my eyes in a pool. No, I was thinking about that too. Cause she's yeah, like swimming for a while with her eyeballs. Dark. Like, it, it was dark. It's dark as shit. Cause you're underwater, <laughs> but you're also under a cave. So there's yeah. no way you saw anything. And too. that is my nightmare. The, the salt water, like your eyes <sighs> are burning. There's no way. Yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? And then three, I don't swim. Can't swim, don't swim, won't swim. Like, it's not something I'm going to do. If that were me in that position, I'd have stayed in the tomb. Because Yeah, just you and me both. Up. I would have been like, well, I guess I, like, I, well, guess I live it. here now until I don't. <laughs> <laughs> until I don't. <laughs> yes, I live here now. <laughs> so, 
to like, get out, but yes, yeah, she well, gets up first. To, and because uh, uh, the guy, the henchman, not only left the crowbar, he also left Daniel Radcliffe and dipped. Um, As he should. He got on the boat and was gone. Yeah, exactly. He was like goodbye. Um, <laughs> so then Beth comes. And actually rescues Daniel Radcliffe first. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, like, oh, hey, I was left behind someone here. In a sequin, <laughs> someone in a sequin jumpsuit. <laughs> he was like, no, why? Are they in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> I also <laughs> like, oh, go ahead, Meg. <laughs> when when Loretta and Dash like get seen by Beth, and she's like, we also got this other guy. I thought he was a little boy, but he's yeah. like a man. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a beard yeah. he's got a whole beard <laughs> and then he, he tries to, dis- to leave and then Oscar Nunez from the top of the fucking yacht just <laughs> jumps and tackles him and then he's like you're on a boat where were you going <laughs> <laughs> your options are the other side of the boat or the water <laughs> <laughs> he was like this guy's so funny <laughs> which was like another thing like that was for me like the callback uh to the proposal in the proposal he plays a very race racist stereotypical mm-hmm. um mexican immigrant mm-hmm. so i was very scared about what role he was gonna play yeah uh, because i did look up the after the brad pitt thing i definitely looked up the casting it was like mm-hmm. what uh, what else am i in for <laughs> like mm-hmm. um so to see him, I was like, oh, no. Uh, but yeah, I, I really did love him just being like immediately in love with Beth and like, yeah, I'll do whatever, um, including tackle this little white man trying to run off the boat. <laughs> 100% I got it. So uh, that was fun. Yeah. And then there's a lovely moment where they're embracing by the water and it kind of is reminiscent of one of her books. And I was a little bit confused about the timing at the end because I thought Mm -hmm. that it was a fast forward to her next book. Right. But I don't think, I think the movie wraps up within a few days. It's not like a fast forward because they're still hanging out on an island and Mm -hmm. Beth is finally putting her feet up and her platonic friend is bringing her drinks. And And he's like, I have no idea what platonic means, but I like the sound of it. And I was like, okay, (laughs) I don't think you like it as much as you think you do. As much as you think you do. (laughs) And Loretta and her deceased husband, they had had this Latin phrase that they would say to each other after they did something challenging that meant sweeter after difficulty. Mm -hmm. And Channing Tatum learned something in Latin to impress her, but I don't remember what it was. And it was really cute. <sighs> That's going to bug me. Yeah, me too. And she says something back. Yeah, and he's like, I I only knew the and one And then he thing. was like, Buca de Beppo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so yeah, because uh, Loretta does... She tosses her wedding ring into the tomb, right? Which right. I didn't realize she'd been wearing it that whole time. But yeah, like, it was kind of mm-hmm. just that thing of like, okay, I'm putting this to rest. Yeah, I'm moving on, and, and also putting and, it to rest where this like great love story yes. ended. So it's like she's still honoring 
how significant yes, that exactly. relationship was. Okay, like I looked it up. Saying, what he said. What did he say? What did he okay. say? It translates to what's next. <gasps> oh, yeah, that's right. looking ahead. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's so tender. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she could have let him have that moment, but no, she had to make him have a whole conversation in life. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. she has to be the smartest person in the room. Yeah. Yes. It's something she's got to work on it, but yeah. they do have a very lovely kiss at the end. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. And then and it's you- always that thing of because, like, again, the same thing in the proposal that I love because the proposal kiss was before this, mm-hmm. probably my favorite rom com kiss mm-hmm. where. Yes, Sandra, she, her character cannot stop talking because she's like, the moment I stop talking, I'm don't, like, I'll, I'm fucked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the hero kind of just slowly inches in, slowly inches in, and she doesn't stop them, and she doesn't stop them, so they're like, okay, I can kiss you now. Like, this mm-hmm. is okay. So it's definitely like that, where he's like, okay, now it's time to shut up, Lorena. Like is that taking place in the office or on a plane? I can't remember. It's been so long. In the office. In the office. Okay. <clears throat> yes, because she gets she gets off the plane and he gets off the plane and she's like, "Why are you pan?" He's like, "I I was running," and she was like, "From Alaska, like <laughs> he had to come back from Alaska on his own." Um, so it's in the office because everybody's watching. And then they're like, the guy, one of the guys in the office, across the office is like, yeah, show her who's boss, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) That was a really good one. Yeah, I love that movie. I haven't seen it in years, though, so I'm going to need to revisit it. Uh, Another another age difference romance. I love seeing Sandra Bullock paired with these younger men because she is 50... She's 57. Holy shit. Yeah, I never would have guessed that. God mm-hmm. damn. I, I'm literally right now, Kevin Hart telling Don Cheadle, damn. I cannot believe it. And Channing Tatum, also older than I would have thought. He's 41. Oh, um, I didn't think. Yeah, I was thinking like 35. I guess he's been around a while. Yeah, Yeah. so they have this age difference that is not even mentioned at all as a thing that either of them should be concerned about. I love it. So so good, like, well, because I guess you you kind of get it in that he's very not immature but childish in a way because (laughs) obviously he's like not smart. Uh, Yeah, and he has that's part of the eagerness. Yes. He's emotionally like intelligent. Eager, yes, the eager mm-hmm. and like very compassionate. I want to help, even though I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that way, and she's like jaded. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, we, we get it from that, but not in a way that's like creepy. Or yeah. So, do we think that they are happily ever after or happy 100%. for now? Happily ever after. After, after. they okay. are now married. Yeah, I mean, they they go they go to a meditation retreat together. Oh, you, you only do today. that. <laughs> you only do that with someone you are seriously booed up with because, and that's that's the uh, mid credit scene where we find out. Yeah, the yes. Jack Trainer's alive. Alive because he turned on the other 10% of his brain or whatever the fuck for some vague the medical way that, science reasons he's fine the way that he again when uh, 
Alan turns around and he's like, oh, shit. Oh. And they're like in the middle of a meditation. <laughs> <laughs> he is not hallucinating. He mouth. really is there. Jack Trainer's just built different. <laughs> Indeed. So that was the Lost City. So RM, you were kind enough to watch this and talk to us about it right when you're in the middle of the early days of your latest release. The next Gods of Hunger book, which we talked about a little bit when you were last on. Yeah. So it obviously, well, so it was one very long. Um, it was broken into two parts because like it needed to be the same couple, but I don't do books, uh, multiple books on the same couple. Mm-hmm. So I just did two in one, really. Um, but it's best friends to lovers. So a little different. Also, though, I wouldn't say that Dionysus is a himbo, but in going on this adventure with Athena, was he very much ill-prepared? Yes. <laughs> um, so there were a lot of moments where she was like, buddy, can you calm down or sit it out? Or yeah, something. he has golden retrieval and energy. Then, like, <laughs> Yes, so he's very much like, um, no, no, I'm going to protect my woman. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And she was, you know, she's like, I'm Athena. I don't need you to do that. You can. Uh, and that then won't be necessary. Like, well, exactly. <laughs> and then a little later, it's like, that won't be necessary. But if you want to, I guess you can. And then a little bit later, it's like, yeah, go ahead. I'm just going to sit this one out. So um <laughs> Very fun in that way. Uh, they're my favorite couple. Like they were, they were probably like my first like serious Greek myth ship mm-hmm. um, when I was younger. Because like obviously there's you know the the regulars if you will mm-hmm. um, Hades and Persephone. Um, but then obviously my number one became Hades and Hera I think we talked about that before Mm -hmm. but uh Mm -hmm. um obviously was not slated for this series so I had to kind of put all my love in one basket I (laughs) Dionysus and Athena but it's also it was just like that yeah like she's very um stoic very composed um doesn't really vibe with people very much doesn't really like being out in public, she, mm-hmm. you, you know, she likes to handle her business and go home. Mm-hmm. And Dionysus is not that. Dionysus is, hey, I'm going to throw an after party for the after party. Yeah. After the after party. <laughs> um, and I can be up for three days and just <laughs> go bonkers. Um, no hangover. Get nope, to work early. Ever. Man hasn't had a hangover in, um, I don't know, fucking 15 years or something <laughs> it's only 22 but you know what i mean um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah he was raised young. in hades casino and running wild rampant <laughs> the whole time like so uh he definitely and that too yeah like he he grew up in the casino he grew up around the clubs like he has all these friends he knows everybody so they're taking a trip to uh the source which is where Hephaestus had to go in book two Mm -hmm. to uh, try and handle Aphrodite's problem. Mm -hmm. Um, So that kind of left bad blood between them. So now 
Athena and Dionysus have to go and kind of try and patch that up. And it doesn't go as well as mm. everybody had hoped. Um, mm. But the main thing for them is basically like we're, we grew up really fast. We had a lot of responsibility put on us and mm -hmm. didn't realize it until right now that we're trying to have, we're trying to fix a big people problem mm -hmm. with um, ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we just realized that not only are we reckless with each other, both of us, um, we're also still growing up and we have some growing up to do. Uh, so that was like, they're very messy. Um, they're very, uh, you know, what the fuck did you just say about <laughs> the person I love the most? Like, you know, uh, always down to fight. Like everybody wants again a fist fight. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. somebody called Athena a name and now Dionysus wants blood. Like that boy's <laughs> never fought a bit in his life, but he's down to clown and find out if he can. And so... He's willing to try um, and learn. Just, exactly. like, <laughs> just whatever like happens Alan. after this. And and it's, it's also too is like, and yes, because like if you if you want to think about it in that way, like he's Alan. And if he did have Brad Pitt the whole movie, it, that would be Artemis. Cause Artemis is like, I'm gonna watch. And if mm -hmm. you can handle it, I'll let you handle it. But if you can't handle it, I'm gonna jump in. So we're good. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's it's a lot of that and then a lot of like oh we're uh we're kind of you know fucking around together we're not together together we're just kind of still besties with benefits <laughs> and then and then it turns out to like oh actually that can't work like we can't do yeah. that mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. never going to work congratulations for figuring it out but um <laughs> <laughs> and obviously everybody else in the family's like well god it's about time jesus like we've been waiting yeah. for how long can you guys get it together please <laughs> so there's a lot of that a lot of a lot of so you know some jealousy some um will they won't they mm. and, and then they do and then a lot of like because it starts out you know with athena being very jealous that Dionysus is he spends a lot of time with everybody Mm -hmm. uh he has a lot of friends and, and she probably doesn't have shot, many just him. Like, right yeah. exactly like she has artemis and dionysus <laughs> and if she can't talk to dionysus about dionysus she has to talk to artemis right so it's like this is all i got like i have two friends and this man the whole world loves him how the fuck am i supposed to compete with that hmm. especially after because you know he got shot in the first book spoiler alert for anybody who mm -hmm. hasn't read the first book but um he after that everybody's obviously like oh my god you know Dionysus is just spend time with him yeah you know and she's mm -hmm. leaving all the time so it it then became like well I bet you you couldn't go a week without fucking anybody mm -hmm. uh I think her exact words are sticking your dick in anybody uh, <laughs> and that's very important to put it gently wording, yes the the wording is very important because he was like no penetration for until the banquet and the banquet's like six weeks away so it's like six weeks so they're basically doing once they get over their own shit it's dry humping season for six weeks <laughs> and then with a week left they're both cashed out they're both like i want to break so what do we do 
we do a pegging scene because him getting penetrated is not the same as him penetrating somebody else. So um, they go through all that and have a real good time. Everything else is the world is falling apart, but are they happy? Absolutely. And that's really <laughs> what mattered to me. Yeah. It is an honor to witness your brilliance. <laughs> Just like uh, friends to lovers, sex bet, slow bird romance with six weeks of dry humping, culminating in pegging. Just yes. like the journey you must have taken to get there. Um, the So really, it was me getting to the pegging scene because I was like, this has to happen. I don't know. <laughs> that, was that was C- you had to figure out where what mm-hmm. B was. <laughs> and then like the first sex scene was probably the first, like obviously, like, you know, uh, I did a, I wrote them in a lot of different forums prior to this, but like, that was like the first sex scene I'd ever written about them, which was um, him eating her out on a table and then them dry humping afterwards. So it was like, like having uh, her for dinner. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> this man loves to eat. <laughs> uh, I mean, he, he'll, he'll take, you know, lamb and potatoes otherwise, but he prefers his woman. Like, that's what he did. Yeah. So it was very important to me to have that first scene and then the pegging scene. And I was like, how do these two, how does this line up? How do we get from A to B? And so it was a very slow descent into femdom for athena because like mm-hmm. she does uh you know give away all the sex scenes but like she does kind of like scissor him in the middle of all of this like she is full on yeah figure out the logistics figure out logistics like she really just, <laughs> he's like, looking at my face right now I'm like what <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh but it's yeah she she figures it out before the rest of us did and i was like girl whatever you want to do go ahead this man's <laughs> not gonna say nothing um and it's like, too, because like she's very, uh, in comparison to him, very petite. Hmm. Um, but she's also, despite that, a brick wall. Like her her center mass is very solidified. Um, whereas he is a bull in a china shop, if you will. <laughs> um, he's a big and he's big and tall. Um, so like, you know, he's got belly everywhere. So like if you if he's running, he's gonna hit something. Uh, <laughs> and so it's like having to deal with that and him not realizing like yeah you're big but like she can slam you down on the bed sir like this is not out of her wheelhouse in any in it by any means um, this is amazing so yeah <laughs> being able to watch her kind of just like twist him into however whatever position she wants to and him being like what the <laughs> fuck wow <laughs> like this is what i've been missing out on <laughs> I think Liz is going to melt over here. My face hurts from smiling. (laughs) Okay, so let me in. Book three in the Gods of Hunger series. You also have a series of sacrilegious events going on. Is the next book we're going to see a Gods of Hunger book or a series of sacrilegious events book? Uh, so the way that it's going right now and I look I make a plan and then my brain is like we're not gonna hold you to it but what's the current plan um (laughs) but it's definitely looking like I definitely want to do a series of sacrilegious events next Mm -hmm. um 
I have, well, right now what we're trying to do is figure out the overarching plot for like how it's gonna, I know the beginning and I know the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I need you're the middle one filling out the lore. Right? So, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, the lore, the lore is really the easiest part to some extent, except for the fact that I did add, um, because like I've been working on this series, at least the seven deadly sins as entities in mm-hmm. and of themselves for about 12 years now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of mm-hmm. their, the demon lore is there, like I've had it. Um, yeah. But adding like, so Atron obviously set a whole precedent because i yes, didn't have like different did. legions exactly <laughs> yeah so we had to figure out obviously like well if he has you know if his if this type of demon has these horns then this type of demon has these horns mm-hmm. Then, mm-hmm. his horns are important so um yes, they are <laughs> and then we had to add the witches so the witches right and they're uh the types that they have because this was also another series i've been working on prior and I was like well why not just put it all in one big world and then we can do however many spin-offs we need to do uh, mm-hmm. at a given time. and then it's easier because then I don't have to keep making up lore for the same creature right yeah that is um, smart <laughs> I yes. can barely keep lore straight not lore but like world building for like a contemporary romance it's exactly. very hard and I, because this, and like the fact that this one's kind of um, urban fantasy, mm-hmm. um, if I, I didn't know at the time if I wanted to do it like that, I was thinking just like a mythical Las Vegas. So it's based on Las Vegas, but still mm-hmm. the whole series calls it Sin City for a reason because they run it. So it's very uh, urban fantasy, but in the way of like, if you layered something else over, like if you layered yeah. uh, world over the world we have now like it looks very different obviously mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um and I because one thing I did not want to have to do is like you know every time you have a story about characters that have lived for so long and want to be good people then you have to like well why don't you do anything about this why don't you do anything about this why don't you do it like this point in history etc right right um so I it kind of figured it out and it's probably like really lazy but um it no you take that back yeah. sir you, you're writing so many books no part of this is possible no not on my watch Mm-mm. no this is what i come here for exactly um, <laughs> but yeah absolutely so like, not it, it's a little um it's easier now like to have everything in one place and obviously like mm-hmm all the characters I wanted to write kind of get in in like put into this series in this world etc cetera, etc cetera, which is great um it works out but um right now I'm hoping because uh, I still don't actually know uh the uh order mm-hmm. of the seven as a put like who who starts it who how sure. does it start basically so yeah um but it's going very well in that wheelhouse so i've just uh put up a post on patreon about the demonology mm-hmm. because it kind of helped me just to be like look if you get all this out here then you can't change it every you know because mm-hmm. i will sit here being like eh, it, that seems cool but could it be cooler and you're just, <laughs> yeah. just get into this i'll be here for 10 years we'll be waiting for fucking 
a decade for one book. So I was like, no, no, we're going to start pushing it out. So it's and like you're using your Patreon extra for accountability. You're people for accountability. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's super fun. Um, but it's also like, so I obviously yesterday, or was it today? It was today. Was it yesterday? I don't know. I'm looking at your <laughs> yeah, Twitter days. right now. Yeah. So uh, Twitter, when I did the uh, Zaffin and, <clears throat> and uh and that I was very awesome. much, I did not see that coming. I had no idea what I was doing, but then I wrote a short for Atron and Penelope's Valentine's Day. Um, and I was like, well, why? Well, I really love Jenna. That's what happened is I fell in love with Jenna and it was like, I can't not have her. What um, happened was Jenna tapped you on the shoulder and was like, RM. Let yeah, me get exactly. some of that demon dick. Exactly. That's <laughs> what happened. She was like, I feel left out. Um, and so it was very much like, well, what, how do you, how do we do this in a way that's like, obviously different from Penelope's journey into mm-hmm. whatever. And also too, is like to keep them both in kind of ingrained in the series, like everything else is going on. Cause if it's a companion novel, you want to kind of be able to push the plot forward. And then you're also going to have to have that that realization of like, oh, my God, I'm dating a demon. So <laughs> but then I, well, how do we get past that? So like this is obviously uh, new information. Nobody else but you guys have heard this yet. But um, it's basically so Jenna is actually a witch and nobody. I, mean, like, I you know, fucking like, knew it. as soon as you <laughs> as soon as you announced it, I'm like, but I was told there would be witches. Yes. So uh, see. <laughs> A witch and obviously her sister doesn't know it but it kind of made sense in that like how why was penelope um able to get to that world why was mm-hmm. she able to meet Adron? why was there right. this connection to that world in the beginning and at first it i was like well if i had to go back like depending on how much penelope's invest like in the main plot which Atron is because half the reason that they let him go to earth at that time in the middle of fucking war or on mm-hmm. the cusp of one is because they needed him to do work on. So he has to kind of be like, he's really like a, a husband now because he's like, well, I got to go to work and then I have to come home and see my wife. So this is <laughs> um, so he, he, he's very ingrained into human life in that way. But um, so I was like, well, how do we work this in where Jenna is, um, already in the world and I kind of in the shorts I've done so far I was kind of dropping the hints and like she always asks Atron these questions that makes it seem like she knows what he is already Hmm. it's like trying to catch you in a lie like Mm -hmm. you're like so you know what Valentine's Day is right like what are you gonna what are you gonna do and he's sitting there like uh in theory like I don't know what to do um so then like having that and then also like she's always gone like that was the big thing of like her not mm-hmm. being around and uh-huh. so like everything is a little you know having her be gone is like well having her she's working and mm-hmm. she doesn't work for what she says she works for okay she okay works, you know so she's doing witchy shit on the other side um I love it so now it comes to uh so when this happens in the short of like Zaffin being like, uh, you don't have a Valentine's date. And she's like, well, my Valentine's date stood me up, which in reality is not the case. Um, but she was like, you know, whatever. And he's like, you know what? Let me take you 
on a date. So she was like, okay, well, whatever. And <laughs> it just turns out it was like, they both kind of saw it in each other that these are not normal. Like you're not normal. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Other person. And he's like, mm, there's something about this girl and I can't figure it out. So we're going to go to dinner. Mm-hmm. So then he kind of figures it out and then we go from there. But it's like that really, <laughs> this like the thing of like having, you know, these two people that are like, I know what you are. You're going to say it first or I'm, you know, somebody's like, catch trying to catch it. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so it's like that thing of like, well, who's going to, who's going to crack first. And it's like, you're going through this thing. and like, you realize, because again, if we recall, a demon can't touch you unless you Mm-hmm. except who they are and oh we recall are. oh yeah, yeah we do <laughs> yeah. so it, it comes to that of like so are you gonna like what what's going on and then the fact that he's like the first time he kind of reaches for her hand or whatever like out of instinct or and is able to touch her he's like what the fuck is going on <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah you dumb fuck like i knew already yeah, like, don't not he's like, I, not I consent. <laughs> so like, I, I felt like that was going to be really fun to play with is like, oh, she knows. Like, what the hell? Like, what do, you, what do I do now? Like, do I run? <laughs> like, what do I do? Um, so it, it's, it's going to be super fun. Um, and I don't know if all else fails that, like, I will put that one out first if I... If all else fails, I feel like that would be going according to my plans. Yeah, that's what I figured. My plans, too. That's what I, I mean, why not, you know? So it was very much um, a saving grace, if you will, because I was like, absolutely, just put it in there. Because, like, they both were going to get a book. And I was like, well, why not just put them in the same book? I don't know. That's smart. What we're going to do. There's that alleged laziness. Exactly. (laughs) that's what it is it's just like you have to occam razor sometimes you just have to do that because otherwise you'll be here forever trying to figure out some shit you don't need to figure out (laughs) well i am very glad that you have announced this for accountability 18 hours ago let me just like we got the podcast for posterity but let me just do a quick little screenshot (laughs) of that rm you promised me (laughs) okay rm thank you so much this was a pleasure we're gonna have all your social media links and buy links in the show notes we'll link uh my bonkers romance episode talking about sing me to sleep and your episode of their show talking about the mummy because that was so fun yes okay great but thank you all so much. I love being here. This is always we love fun. having you. No yeah, we really do. Come back anytime. Um, I would be here all the time. Don't tell me that. <laughs> um, you know what? We're gonna have just like a rotating cast because we got a couple of other people who've been like, you know, just like next time we don't even have to talk about my book. So <laughs> exactly. So like, it's I like will the make out already. About... Your family. Yes. You're the make out already extended family. Like in the, we can just do a summertime uh, Sandra Bullock uh, episode, just all of her movies. Yes, uh, we could like each her, watch a movie and like yes. recap them. See, that'd be great. And I think because her her whole evolution from like awkward while we, while you were sleeping, while Sandra you were Bullock, sleeping, oh my god, to like badass. 
the Lost City Sandra Bullock. Like yeah. her curve has been amazing. And she like, plays prickly so well. Like I think yes. she really was one of the first women doing unlikable characters you're supposed to root for. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also too is like what I because like if I could have anything in the world, bird would be Anya Taylor Joy. Well, that too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hold on, I need a moment. I keep <laughs> Very Sorry, tall, I shouldn't have thrown that out there. Her very tall, skinny white boyfriend who <laughs> needs to get out of my face. Stop posting <laughs> pictures with them together. Um, but anyway, uh, like Sandra Bullock and Trayvante Rhodes in Bird Box, uh, they gave me the romance and then took him away. So I really mm-hmm. would like somebody to fix that immediately, be a rom com, <laughs> um, just put them back together. And give them a happy ending. Thank you and God bless. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, Anya Taylor Joy needs to um, free Let herself her into your DMs. <laughs> yes, free herself from the man that she's with now. And he uh, looks mm, smelly. I'm gonna go with smelly. <laughs> I like that. That's that's good. I like that. Like unwashed. Yes. Oh, yes, he does. Mm. or like not super washed you know like he tried mm. but like he didn't he didn't clean between the cheeks he, he, he doesn't use a washcloth <laughs> he rinsed off and he didn't wash his legs yeah. <laughs> thank you again rm and thank you both of you and i will see you soon i'm sure see you soon until next time air kisses Mwah.